So, hello everyone. Uh, this is Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. I'm just outside the... Well, I'm in the Christmas market in Berlin. And of course, this is the week that the this particular Christmas market uh, was hit by uh, an attack, an incident. And it's now December 22nd. So the, uh, the attack happened two days ago. Some people call it an incident, an attack, regardless. Uh, lives were lost, and uh, it's a very heavy atmosphere. People are here, the market is open. It's the first day that it's opened since the incident, and uh, it's open on a slightly reduced schedule. But all the stands are opened, uh, I mean, those that weren't destroyed, and there's a, occasionally a police presence where heavily armed uh, police will walk by. But otherwise, people are having their warm drinks, they're buying their souvenirs, they're looking around, they're walking. A lot of people seem to have come here uh, specifically because of what happened. Uh, that's a sort of, many people have called it uh, a spirit of carrying on and uh, enjoying. The word enjoying is perhaps not the exact one. But, um, you know, not being scared, which is perhaps essential to all this. So interestingly, for Source Code Berlin, I was here to do a couple of shows. One show was going to be on Christmas markets, something we discussed doing over a month ago. And then the day before I arrived in town was the day of the incident. There's a man taking a photo here in front of a one of the many Christmas trees. So I was here to do a show on uh, Christmas markets and see what we could do in terms of connecting it with Source Code Berlin. And actually we will, uh, on today's program, you will hear from Thomas, who is making, among other things, an app about Christmas markets using open data provided by cities. And we'll get on that in just a moment, but it's, it's impossible not to acknowledge, uh, and it is exactly why I'm here, uh, what happened when it comes to Christmas markets. And even, even Thomas in his app about Christmas markets has the uh, up-to-date information about the reduced schedule, about what happened, um, the, the black ribbon over the icon. So he's already himself reflecting what's going on and the general sentiment around having Christmas markets, continuing to in, enjoy or yeah, participate in the tradition, despite uh, a sadness, a loss, maybe a fear for some people. But when you're here at the market, it is not fear that you, that you feel. I think it's more, well, determination. Uh, and even the word determination, maybe it's just people who, who are determined or who are aware of what life's risks are now maybe always were but but now more than ever and despite whatever risks may exist insist on living right so that's part of uh i think the feeling that's going on here and i came to just observe i mean it's christmas markets are not so huge you can walk through this one in uh easily in five to ten minutes 
Um, but still, they're uh, an interesting tradition. Various kinds of shops, various kinds of people coming, uh, and they're scattered throughout the town. So I'm going to walk around the Christmas market. Uh, maybe I'll have a glue wine, you know, the mulled warm wine with cinnamon. And maybe I'll partake in something sugary, don't know. But regardless, I just wanted to be here at this moment in history. I'll include some images in the album art that you could look at. And of course, on today's program, we will be hearing uh, from Thomas talking about not just uh, the Christmas Markets app, but also the use of open data and how he's putting it to good use. And uh, we may also stop at the Kulturbrauerei, another, another Christmas market. So you may hear two Christmas markets today, starting with this one here near Zoological Garden for Wikimedia Deutschland. I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro, and this is Source Code Berlin, the holiday edition. Hello, I'm uh, Thomas. I'm from Berlin and I love open data. So I produce some uh, app applications, apps, uh, some visualizations and some websites with it. Uh, first of all, your relationship with Christmas markets, even before the, the app and the open data, uh, you know them, you, you, you visit them, and then one day you think, I'll make an app. No, that's not how it went. How did it go that you, you make th this app? Okay, uh, I'm born in Berlin, so um, many years I go to Christmas markets. Um, in my mind, I have, every year I go to the big Christmas market on Alexanderplatz mm -hmm. with lots of um, lights and, and uh, music. And so last years, uh, some years ago, I learned to program uh, apps. And for three years or two years, uh, I find an open data data set from Berlin who called Christmas markets. So I open it and see there are 70 or 80 um, entries with Christmas markets, mm -hmm. and that's many. So I um, want to check um, where the Christmas markets are and when they are open. And um, so my idea was to create an app for everyone to, to see which Christmas markets is um, open today and uh, tomorrow and um, just go to Christmas markets. How easy at that time and even now, how easy or hard is it to find or get your hands on data from a city like Berlin? Oh, that's easy. Also, I know where the place is. We have an open data portal in Berlin um, and there are um, many data sets, uh, about a thousand data sets. So finding uh, them is not so easy, but um, they have an... Um, section with uh, the last um, published data sets mm -hmm. and if you go in november or december on this page you'll see the christmas market data sets within this data set as you said you'll find information about closing opening times which is handy considering uh, how many christmas markets are we talking about in this city uh 80 so some markets opened in early november and mm -hmm. closing in january But some Christmas markets are only one day or one afternoon. So it's, it's not so, um, it's quite difficult to find the right market. So you know the big ones, but, um, on some weekends there are a market, uh, near you and you doesn't, doesn't know it. Mm -hmm. So this app should help you find the little ones. Yeah. 
and the big ones in the other part of the city. So Berlin is big, so you can't find all the Christmas markets. So I, I visited uh, the Christmas market a few, but I visited the one at the um, the I call it the Remembrance Church or the Herdenkingskirche, and of course that's this week. It's impossible not to. Uh, talk about or at least have in your mind that there was this uh, attack where, where people lost their lives, people were injured. The Christmas market is, is back open now. Um, but I'm wondering, at the time when it happened, what were you uh, thinking? And then also as someone who runs this app, what did you do and, and, and why uh, in terms of you know any difference in how you normally do things? Um, to enrich my app, I asked each market um, or the, the relationship manager of the market to get some information. So, um, in, um, public um, in text, an image, and put it in the app. And each market um, in the app, I display each market with a big, um, colorful image and the big text. And after the attack, I said, "No, that's not the correct way for this market." So um, I remove all the um, color of this market so i put it put the image black black and white i put in black stripe stripe on it and um, also my app icon is colorful but have a black stripe to um yeah to remember there was an attack yeah. so it's not normal to say okay that's a colorful and uh, peaceful um, place no it wasn't so I changed the page of this uh, single market. Yeah, in many ways, even an app that provides information now your 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 information reflects very much uh, not only opening and closing times, but also um, yeah, a, a feeling I guess of of in the city of of uh, both. Yes, okay, the markets are opened, but this is we all know and remember what happened this year and, and pay respect. Yes, that's correct. Some markets are from church, so I display the church, and you have the feeling. Yeah, that's that's a um, Christian um, feeling, and the the big ones have a uh, colorful wheel or something. So, yeah, that's that's my feeling. I want to go to it, and now it's, this page have a black and white image, and the, I remove all the text from this market and only say um, it was an attack. Uh, we uh, must remember it, and it's small um, text and not. Not, not so eye-catching everything right. on the page. Right. So I removed this and yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a quiet page. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you uh, have the um, opening um, hours there, you can go, you have the information, but not the fancy information or images. Everyone out there listening, we're in Prince Lauerberg in Berlin. Uh, Sarah nods for radio. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sarah's helping me out because when I walk around in a Christmas market alone, first of all, it's just not that fun. Uh, and second of all, it's almost grounds for arrest these days. So uh, This looks less suspicious <laughs> if you're with somebody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's more acceptable, basically. Yeah. You can describe it to me instead of just to... Yes, the police. exactly. <laughs> yeah, they'll think that you're a celebrated author or something like authority. This. Yeah. yeah. Are you a bit of an authority on on Berlin at this point? Uh, you do love this town. I do. I like it a lot, and uh, but I think 
there's a lot of layers to it and there's a lot of history. I'm not so good at the history side of it yet. Yeah. But yeah, getting there. Okay. Yeah. Christmas markets, here? I've been to some of the Christmas markets here. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know a few. A few, yeah. There's oh, like a wide spectrum of different kinds of Christmas markets in Berlin. That's the thing actually is most German cities just have one Christmas market and it's the central area of the city. Like if you go to Nuremberg or if you go to Stuttgart or if you go to Leipzig or these places, the center of the city is the Christmas market and it's just in the streets. Mm -hmm. And so you can go down little alleyways and there's booths and stuff. And this is, I think, what Germans find quite romantic and nice about Christmas markets is it's in the city center. Yeah. Berlin is a little bit different. Uh, apparently... I've been told by Germans that Christmas markets are not a northern thing, they're actually a southern thing. Uh, so in the north they don't really have the same, I don't know, feeling about Christmas markets. But um, yeah, the ones here, they're, they each have their own personality and they're just in kind of little areas. Uh, some of them charge admission to get into as well, which is definitely unusual in other cities and this kind of thing. So Yeah. yeah. And this particular one, so earlier today and in the beginning of this, I think, episode, once I put it all together... I was at the the one around the Herdenkingskirche, so I don't even know what we call that one, but the public now knows that one is where the, let's call it attack, happened with the truck and all that. Yeah. Um, so I was there, and that one just feels like it's around the church. That's the... Yeah, I think that one as well, it's in rows. I've, yeah. only, I've only walked past it, I've never been inside, but it's more, it's quite organized and everything's mm -hmm. in a row and yeah, yeah, it's surrounding the church. Whereas this one is more like, it looks more traditional because the Kulturbrauerei is, uh, it used to be a brewery and so it's like a huge brick, red brick complex. Yeah. And so the, the stalls are kind of in different little nooks and crannies and stuff. And it's a little bit more like a traditional German Christmas market. Yeah. And so amongst your, your friends of this city, would people go, let's see, we're in December, it's 20 or something like no yeah. 22nd yeah. Uh, would they go uh, hey Sarah let's let's get on over to the Christmas market we haven't gone yet or or maybe we were only there like days ago yeah actually you would yeah. Uh, usually, for example, in my neighborhood in Neukölln, there's a really famous Christmas market. I live in Rixdorf. Uh, Rixdorf is a historical district in Berlin. It used to be a separate village, and it only became part of Berlin, I don't know, like 70, 80 years ago. Uh, and so they have a Christmas market. It's only one weekend. It's three days. Uh, and it's the town square is really beautiful, and it's really quaint-looking buildings and these cool-looking kind of gas lantern-looking lamps and this kind of thing. Um, but... They have, like, uh, in the past, they didn't have it this year, or at least I didn't see it. They have the three kings riding on camels. Okay. And this kind of thing, and they have pony rides and lots of different booths, and it's really cute. But that one, it's like, because it's only one weekend, you get together with your friends and you go yeah. to that Christmas market. But as well here, I don't know, you come here and drink blue wine. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah. If they do say, let's go, I was going to say, what's the activity? So one, wine, yeah. one is the, the warm... Spiced oh, wine. No, glue, glue wine, yeah. yeah. Mulled wine. Oh, yeah, there's also, uh, at the last place, I saw punch. Punch. But I think that's the same. Uh, I don't know. It's more mixes. Yeah, it. punch, I think, is more like a juice. Uh, here as well, this one, they have, uh, it's called Feuersangbole, and it's, uh, it's like mulled wine, but uh, what they do is they make a pot of mulled wine, and they have a big cone made of sugar. Yeah. Uh, and they drench it in, I don't know, 80 proof rum or 80% rum or something like this. And then they light it on fire and it drips into the into the thing. So this is quite famous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fire is also a theme here. Uh, not far from where we're standing is a uh, kind of a, a self-contained fire pit or pole. <laughs> and uh, every now and then some, some ashes float our way. Uh, 
Yeah, okay, so we're going to walk around the uh, Christmas market because besides drinking and eating, as you've already started to point out, there's also people selling stuff. Yes, there's lots of people selling stuff. Christmassy stuff, ornaments for a... Gifts and Christmassy stuff. A traditional thing to sell at a Christmas market is actually a pipe cleaner, uh, but they don't have any of this one, I think. Pipe cleaners are like what we the used to traditional. Make things out of no, the kind you actually use to clean your pipe oh, oh. or to clean your chimney. Yeah, these kinds of things. This is like one of the most traditional things you can buy at a Christmas market okay. in Germany. Yeah, and a lot of the like Alexander plots. Uh, I've seen this. The the things that are moved by the flame of a candle. Yeah, I don't like know what a, they're called, like but they're a windmill or a kind of goes uh, around, and if it goes around, then a little person ice skates or whatever yeah, they do. Yeah, it has some little design. It's almost like one of those things that's the animation that it travels really fast. Yeah, but this one's a bit slower. Yeah, it's a very popular thing to try yeah. to sell to uh, yeah. tourists. <laughs> Germany, or, isn't that what you think of when you think of would, Germany? It would yeah. go really good in a German home <laughs> yeah. or a Berlin home, for that matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's. I don't know. Is that a decent introduction to Christmas markets? I think so. Yeah. It only lasts. It doesn't even go until Christmas, right? I mean, this thing is going to end. I think the some of them they finish on the twenty fourth. Yeah, because people yeah. are going to go. Yeah. Oh, but twenty fourth is Christmas in Germany. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Right. New Year's uh, Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is Christmas <laughs> in Germany. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And um, oh yeah, I always wonder about the people as well, but that's a whole other story. Like. You have your stand at the Christmas market, but where do you live? And and is this the once a year journey to the city or? And, maybe you know, not at this. Maybe actually, yeah. because these are the this as I mentioned, this one's Scandinavian themed, and so a lot of the stuff they have here is like Swedish or Danish mm. and this kind of thing. But a lot of the the handmade stuff I saw as well when I came here before. I bought these. You've got these. Um, they're not mittens. They cover most of your hand and your wrists. They're like wrist. Wrist leg warmers. Yeah, they're like fingerless mittens, kind of. <laughs> fingerless mittens. They're but very anyway, cool. I bought these here from a Polish stand or like a stall, Ooh. a booth. Yeah. So, or at least the people who were working there were Polish. So, I I hope I I like to envision that some Polish grandmother knitted these for me. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows? I want to go see that stand. Though. Yeah. That's okay. the kind of consumer yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did I sell it to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When did this uh, relationship between you and Open Data begin? What was, how did it happen? How did it happen? So I, I see a news article in the um, on online medium. It's what Heiser they say. Oh, there is a closing time for an app uh, um, competition. So I said, okay, app competition uh, with data. Why not? So I say, okay, short short time um, to uh, was was left. Mm -hmm. But I first touch with uh, Open Data on this article. And I say, yes, I want to build applications or apps and I need data to display something. And there's a source to get the data for free. 
and that's a, there was good data. So starting with Berlin and Bremen, this was four years ago. So yeah, that was my beginning. And so I uh, moved on and new cities come with data and um, I have a look at all the um, cities yeah. and pick some data, build some new apps, could, um, combine data from different cities. And yeah, now I'm, yeah, build many apps with many data. Since you had a choice of what data you wanted to use, what did you uh, use first and, and what have you been... I mean, we know of the Christmas market uh, data for Berlin. What else? Um, yeah, baby names. So um, That was open data also. This was open data also. This was my first um, project with um, data from different cities. Well, my first project, uh, project and what I say, yes, I want an app to... Um, redeployed or I used many sources mm -hmm. and that's um, started started in um, um, Austria mm -hmm. so they find three data sources with the same um, data set so yeah. baby names yeah. and uh, my other projects are also very um, uh, yeah not familiar but but uh, sources like um, school data and uh, kindergarten data and yeah. Christmas markets also all things I, I just use every day or I can use every day. Right. So yeah, that's my my main projects with data. Another project is with, with um, waiting times in, in Burger Ämter. Burger. Oh, that's the, the office of um, the office to, to get uh, your papers. Yeah. So you have many waiting times and there are some city who provide data and uh, live data and I can say, okay, when I now start here waiting, I waiting five minutes 20 minutes, 100 minutes, so I have the data and display it. Yeah. Even the waiting time data is available. Yes. That's pretty special, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The waiting da uh, data and the next number who caught on the display. So I made an app um, collecting all the data the last weeks and months and display it and say, hey, when you tomorrow go to this um, waiting office or office and waiting you must wait approximately 20 minutes mm -hmm. and when you go in one hour later you have uh, more time to wait or you can wait uh, less less time yeah. so you can choose which time slot you you mm -hmm. would would use it reminds me a bit of you know google searches when it says for a business popular times and less popular times that's correct and the data um, is available since three years mm -hmm. so that was before google yeah. So yes, that's an that's data. That's um, so, so funny data, or it's not funny, but to yeah. find it, to find it is funny. Yeah. And so we can uh, make apps. Um, you doesn't know that will work. How much of the the maintenance of these apps is automated, uh, or is fairly easy, perhaps thanks to open data sets, and and, and how much of it requires the kind of uh, work on your part with with art with with changes with special circumstances like this week uh, it's not streamlined so it's uh, it's hard it's hard work so the christmas markets are updated um not once a year so they started updating in uh, november right. and they are updated every week the data changed and i must uh, update my database and um, sometimes they get new markets or old markets are removed but um renewed some some uh, weeks later so i must um, have an update strategy strategy yeah. and so this year i uh, built an update script to automate this mm -hmm. so 
it's it's better for me so i, I have more time to um, to collect data so i this year i started not only with christmas markets in berlin but also in the district uh, in Brandenburg and um, some uh, cities in the western part of germany so, so that's only only possible with some updated script so yeah. updated the data but the uh, collecting of uh, more information like uh, images or so that's handmade yeah. so that's not so not so easy mm. and um, collecting baby names for example it's easy so i can uh, just collect data from the um, data portals portals they have metadata and say there's the data uh, this is time change um, so i can say okay this data i must update But um, there's one problem. Um, there are about 10 different uh, formats of collecting the data. Mm -hmm. So they're all the same um, uh, file ending, but internal, the structure is different. For example, the, the city of Zurich, they collected all the data since 20 years or so. Mm -hmm. And they get a file, text file with uh, 40,000 lines of names. That's not, uh, I can't import it uh, manually, I must use a script. Keeping score, we've now had apple glue wine. Bratapfel yes. wine, yeah. Bratapfel wine. And to go with that, we have a uh, cinnamon bun. Yeah. I'm sure everyone really. What did you have at the Christmas market? Well, there it is. And as we glance across the, uh, the road, there's uh, crepes and galettes. Very German. Okay. Somewhere there's raclette you've mentioned. There's also raclette. Actually, right across next to it is uh, elk bratwurst. Elk sausage. I guess elks are in... It's more of a Scandinavian thing again, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And, and, and now, now that we're in the middle of it all, we get to hear loud conversations, yeah. which is what we really came for. That's what I came for. I, I really the loud... The Shouting? Loud, yeah. yeah. Shouting is definitely part of Christmas markets. Especially if you have the cup in your hand. Maybe it's spilling a little bit over the side <laughs> as well. Yeah. Someone just pulled out a Christmas tree. Christmas trees just appear out of nowhere. It's quite nice, actually. They're stashed. It's a really sturdy Christmas tree. All right, so Christmas markets. We got the food, we got the drink, we got the people. We've got other random noises. Yeah, there's some kind of music coming from there. I don't know. Yeah. So you can see how add a few hours and a lot of drinks and this could get funny. Yeah, it can. It can get funny. You're going to do a lot of eating and drinking and maybe some shopping. Oh yeah, the uh. shopping part. That's coming next. <laughs> All right. If we don't see you people, it's because we're having a good time somewhere. Yeah. So. Our hands are too full of... Yeah, yeah. So more mittens. Mittens, yeah. <laughs> uh, from uh, Prince Lauerberg, Kultur... Forgive me for my pronunciation. Kulturbrauerei... Uh, Christmas market. Bye-bye. Mm, Bye. Here in Berlin, uh, even here at Wikimedia, where we're sitting right now, um, you're actually part of a 
a community, uh, the, the open data community. We've heard of some, from some people uh, on this program over the years. What does is, what is being part of that community bring for your, your work and your, your life? For me, oh yeah, um, we, every Monday we met here um, for the um, Open Knowledge Foundation. That's a um, code for Germany. And that's a good point to go out and do something. Normally I go uh, work and go home and then that's a normal, normal trot in Germany. So it's, yeah, but going out, use a different place and uh, then you have an, uh, more inspired and say, yeah, I want to do something. Mm -hmm. I met people with the same um, ideas and knowledge and say, let us work together and um, make data things. So that's, that's cool. We go out, do something. Mm -hmm. And Berlin is big. So, um, we, we met, um, every week or every two weeks, new people here. Yeah. They come from the, um, university and want to, want to see what we do. And so it's, it's inspiring new people, new ideas, new, new workflows. And yeah, so we can do something new. So we have, uh, some, um, projects in code for Germany. Like a Christmas markets, they so the local people um, collect the data, mostly open data, some sometimes not, and put it on the project. So they 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 grow very very fast, and so we can improve this project or start new projects with the same spirit of um, uh, one one time builds and um, collecting data from different um, cities and from different groups. Mm -hmm. So working together, it's uh, will be the next challenge for mm -hmm. for next year. Thomas Tursix is a developer and open data enthusiast based in Berlin. And that does it for this edition of Source Code Berlin, a slightly different holiday mix where I hope you could follow along from being on the ground at Christmas markets in Berlin, to the Wikimedia office with Thomas talking about, yes, Christmas markets, but more broadly, using open data for different purposes. The world of open data continues to grow, and it's one of our major interests on this program. So it's always fun to hear about the various ways that that growth is happening. Source Code Berlin is a Wikimedia Deutschland production, with music today by Wooden Ships, the United States Marine Band, Halley, and Marquise Turner, all published with CC licenses and available on the Free Music Archive. I highly recommend it. This program itself is published under a CC BYSA 4.0 license and edited by me. We're back again in the first few weeks of the new year with more content from the world of open data, Wikipedia, creativity, and so much more. I recommend you subscribe in your favorite podcast application. And if you want to give us a gift, write a review in the iTunes store or wherever you like to write about podcasts on the internet. That would be most appreciated and would help us get found and carry on happily. Until next time, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. <laughs>